This is the Different Ways of Thinking podcast with Brandon Roseanne, episode number 33. Today on the show, we're going to be talking to Devin T. Richards and Micaiah A. Williams about protesting, civil rights, racism, lynching, business, the stock market, and our overall health and fitness. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome to the Different Ways of Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Roseanne, and each week on the show, we're going to be talking about current world events, how to overcome your personal struggles, and what our futures may come to. Any topic's fine. All right, for sure. All right, let's get into it. What's poppin', everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Rosan, back with another podcast, man. I got my, my special two guests I always bring on, man. I got uh, Devin T. Richards and Micaiah A. Williams. What's poppin', guys? Nothing much, nothing right much. I feel you, I feel you. So we're going to be going into a little bit more than a handful of different topics that have been just going on into the world. Like, we're really going to just pick the first one, and I really want to just talk about... Uh, the protests and just hear what these guys, uh, the, these guys' opinions and what's been going on in their minds and just what the world's been like for them for these past couple of weeks. So, whichever one of y'all want to go into that one first, like just the protests and what's it been like for you guys? Um, crazy. This has been crazy to me. The fact I've been, I've been wanting to go to one, but um, at the as of right now, I, I don't know. I want, I really want to go to one to the next one at the moment, but I don't want to like have any issues like explode like any type of like you know riots or anything nah bro and i feel you because i mean like all honesty too ever since i had went to one um i still don't think i sent you guys the video that i made about it because it was like whoa i didn't know what the heck was going to go down right Mm -hmm. um ever since i went to one i was just like dude it kind of it was just interesting to see how everything added up and like even why the cops kind of like shut everything down for a second the day i went but are they still like ongoing ever since that day I don't know, I've just been, like, drained. Like, I'm just like, this is so... It was, like, a lot of energy just to do that. So, are they still... Is there still, like, daily protests out here where we live and just around the world? What's it like? I mean, you would never expect it to be, like, in That's the crazy thing about it. Like, I was not expecting it to, like, happen. Like, a full-on lynching. Like, right in the own neighborhood. Like, right here. It's crazy. Nah, bro. How, how you feel about that, my kid? Like, how, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I went to a been a one protest protest already yeah. and uh, it was uh it was interesting you know like i didn't have no uh, standoff there was no cops that came out or nothing so it was hot but uh <laughs> but uh it was uh it was very i'm actually glad i went to it felt very powerful you know but uh there was it was crazy because there was like uh it was funny there was this truck driver right and he was uh, uh, he was driving by us and i kid you not he stuck his head out the window and just flipped us all off bro Wait, what? The AV, yes, sir. <laughs> he just stuck wow. his head, and I'm like, dang, man, like, people really <laughs> just hate, bro, like for no reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, it just sounds funny when you say. I'm just picturing bro, that, like, like he stuck out his, like he just stuck out his head, bro. It just flipped us off. And I'm like, dang, bro, like you're a truck driver. No, it'd it be like that for real. <laughs> I got a story to tell you though, my kids. I already told Brandon on the last podcast. I'm not sure you heard it, but yeah. like, um, I had went to Costco, like like a few weeks back oh, or whatever. Yeah. And like, I was trying to like get out of this, um, I was trying to make this right. And this truck, he kept like coming towards me. I get blocking my view. And then you have this one guy, this colonizer behind me. He's just like, you know, whatever. And like this dude, like I got so mad. I, I flipped him off, which I shouldn't have done. Mm. And then next thing you know, he flips me up, he honks the horn. And then right when I make this right, Come around, so he come around the corner and he flips me up and calls me the N word, bro. What? I, oh, yes, I, <laughs> I kid you not. And like the whole time, I'm just like throwing words back and back, and like it didn't make any sense to me how like he got so angry over this one issue, which I should never have done. But like, I mean, it was totally uncalled for to just call me the N word like that, honestly. But you know, I mean, you it's crazy. Like the AV is actually a really there's a lot of places like a lot of towns out here that's really racist, bro. Like. It's unbelievable, actually. You know? Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I, that's why I never expected that to happen. Like, I've been, I've been, beyond, I've basically been called that ever since I was a kid. So I mean, it's whatever. But like, for some reason, I really wanted to like engage this guy. I wanted to like, like fight him for real. Like, I, I was just pissed or something. I don't know. I've never like felt 
that way over a word like that or a racial slur. It's I, I think it's everything that's been going on recently just all piled on top, you know? Yeah. Like, you just mm-hmm. feel anger, you know? Mm-hmm. And no, I agree. Get that. Yeah. Nah, bro. I feel you guys do. Anyway, my kid, have you, you, I don't know if I've asked you this before. Have you personally been like, has anyone said it to you before, like the N word in order to bring you down? Or has it ever been used to, towards you before? Oh, I wouldn't say no. I have racist encounters, but never the N word. It's because when, when, see, when, when people call me the N word or like, you know, think that one race is superior over another, I just, I just laugh at them because I automatically, <laughs> everybody it doesn't matter if you go to college or you know you don't i feel like everybody's you know smart but if you think someone a race is superior than the other just because of pigmentation you know you're automatically an idiot you feel me like you are i, I can't engage in the unintelligent conversation with you because i'm about i'm talking to you about what like you know you're talking to each other about race and like if you think of one race is superior than the other, man, like, come on now. You're unintelligent. So I just laugh at them like, hey, bro, I'm automatically smarter than you now, bro. Like, you're not worth my time. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, because I feel like I agree right with you because sometimes I feel like when you're a racist, it just drains you. Basically, like, what do you earn from it exactly? Like, like just calling them, like, a, this N-word or just any type of racial slur for, like, anybody who's, like, a, a people of color, like... It's just, I don't see the point of it. Like, what do you it take? It, it takes work, bro. Like, it's just draining. It's just like, oh my gosh, bro. And like, exactly. You're going my bag. Like, that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, I mean, just think about it though, really. Like, what, you can't really be like taught, well, you can be taught racism, but you're not born it. You, you get what I'm saying? No, I'm, Like, yeah. in a household, let's say you're in a household and you're basically just living there and you just have your parents just go off just saying whatever word that isn't professional. It's just more like profanity. And just vocal words like rapidly. So of course, when you're a kid, you know, you like develop those skills, mm-hmm. and then you know, go out there and say those things towards other people. So I mean, it's just ignorant how you don't catch that as a child from a parent's perspective to let them know that hey, this isn't right. You know, this isn't for you to be going around and saying these words out there. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. It's, it's honestly really sad because like growing up, like in elementary, like I really didn't honestly see my color until like middle school because growing up bro like white black asian we was just kids you feel me and it was just mm-hmm. you knew we was just friends you bro like no one i did not think about race not once growing up as like in preschool or like uh, first grade second grade no i never thought about race you know so like this thing is legit taught and it's, it's crazy because like you teaching your kids to hate at the end of the day that's all it is <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why and, I bring it back. Oh, sorry about that. Go ahead, bro. No, nah, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's why I bring it back to like um, third grade. That's like the very main time I was bullied because my skin complexion and how I looked. It was it's truly sad though. Like I, I mean, they got the third grade and then sixth grade and then somewhere middle school and that's it. That's like the only ways I got bullied because my complexion. But other than that, this is it's sad. It's just too much energy, bro. And look, bro, this is, I, I, I take a sociology one-on-one class right now, right? Our teacher likes to focus. He's really focused on talking about just what's going on in the world because it's kind of hard to avoid it. And he had us watch this film called uh, A Class Divided. And I don't know if you guys have seen this before, but it was, uh, I want to say back in the 50s or 60s, this lady, this, this teacher by the name of um, Mrs. Jane Elliott, divided there was all white kids right all white kids in this room and they're singing god bless america my home sweet home like i'm sitting there, i'm like, like just the just the difference in the way that they sing the national anthem but after the, the the film starts playing um she starts telling she starts she's the authority figure right because these little kids look up to her she tells them that the brown-eyed kids and these kids are all white everyone's white right the brown-eyed mm-hmm. kids are not as good as the blue-eyed kids, right? So then the kids start looking at each other and then they start judging, right? So then she puts on collars on the brown-eyed kids and then she continuously says the brown-eyed kids are not as superior as the blue-eyed kids. And then she makes them take tests and the kids with the brown eyes start failing the test and the kids with the blue eyes start passing it. And then she switches the roles and does the same thing to the blue-eyed kids, to the brown-eyed kids. And everybody starts, it, the roles basically switch when it comes to superior, uh, superiority when the teacher tells them who's in charge. And this taught the kids emotionally because it also shows you a clip of when they're older and they all come back to watch the video when they were younger that they didn't like the emotions that would be they felt. 
and they were like oh this is what discrimination is it's literally just the color that we're, we're judging because we were taught this and at the beginning of the film the teacher was like um, she was like it's National Brotherhood Week or Day or something like that but then she asked him what do you guys think of people with, like the black people they're like she was like in the movie these kids some of the kids were like they're dumb Damn. you know and then they were afraid they used the word the n-word towards uh, people of color and then she literally they didn't understand what they were doing but they recorded literally recorded this all in the movie and I'm sitting here like oh my gosh like the kids hasn't been taught this because after the teacher ran them through this experiment all of them came back again when they were uh, when in their 20s or 30s and they all were like yeah dude that kind of like changed our perspective forever because we felt what it felt like to be discriminated on because of our color and everybody was white nobody was black in that classroom and I just thought that was interesting that you could teach it. You could teach this is what discrimination feels like. And she also did it to adults. She got a large group of adults and was able to pull it off. Of course, adults are a lot more intelligent in the fact that, okay, is this like bullcrap? What is this experiment? But she was able to basically divide adults and even had some of the, uh, even some grown black men looking at the white people like, yeah, they tripping, bro. Like, what's wrong with them? They got a... Brown eyes, what they on, bro? They on some yeah. something else. And I'm watching this, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, bro. But it teaches you, and it allows you to understand that you could discriminate no matter your color, no matter the race. And that movie, just in general, for my sociology 101 class, brought up the topic of racism, which is like, I mean, not even just racism, and just discrimination. And I was curious, what do you guys think about that? How you could divide a class like that? Um, I actually watched her not too long ago about that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what year it was, but I am familiar with Jane Elliott. I was watching it, and that same procedure that she did was just the one you just described. But except yeah. the fact, like it was more uh, people of color in the in the class, like uh, yeah. she could separate them with like blue eyed and like brown eyed and stuff like that. And the same experiment was actually pretty crazy. There, but except that though, like there was one lady in there who like was just flipping out. Like she felt like uh, Elliot, Miss Elliott was just basically like you know just being harsh to her she answered she asked her a question like why don't you bring a pencil and paper to class and she was like <laughs> legit get like cry about it she felt like she was being threatened by her over a question and it's pretty funny actually i was listening i was like wow you feel threatened over something that's not even it's minor yes but it's not like as bad as somebody calling you a racial slur like i just found it so bizarre to me how they can't take harsh comments to themselves out in the street like that but like they expect it to be dished away. They expect it to walk away. Like for example, another person started crying and she just left. And that's when she was <laughs> like, no, why is she, why did she just leave like that? That means she's not teaching that. She's not getting a viable lesson out of this. And she comes back later and uh, Ms. Elliot, she's like, oh no, you can't come back in here. You got to harness every single person's room, what you just did. And then she starts to apologize. I think she said something like, oh, I'm sorry for all the racists out there. She said, no, that's, that's BS right there. You're supposed to apologize for what you did in this room and how people were trying to get their education and learning about what they did in this room. I was like, wow. I mean, she's really serious about racism. That's what made me drew my attention to her. Like, it was actually a really good clip about it. That's why when I heard about it, I was like, this is familiar. Oh, and Jane Elliott, dude, yeah, she changed the... I mean, I think she changed the game, dude. If, like, if stuff from way back in the... I want to say the 50s or 60s, if I'm wrong, my apologies, but I'm pretty sure around that time, um, if she's if her stuff is still in classrooms today and it could be used as a lesson today, it's like, dude, it's, it's some powerful stuff she was doing. And I'm like, do you still think there are ways or do you do you think there's ways on social media that we could use to in order to really help make people see it a certain way? Mm, I believe you can. I believe you actually the way I'm thinking of it, I guess you can just stop calling people like racial slurs and this tell them what they look like without color being involved that's what yeah. i'm guessing per se i'm just quoting from what morgan freeman said when he was interviewed by somebody because he was saying because that person asked him like how how are you gonna um stop racism and he's like stop talking about it and basically what he means by that he's like saying how like he's gonna stop calling him a white man and he's gonna stop calling him a black man and just basically give him characteristics of what he looks like without any color exactly no nah, yeah. i get you oh Oh my, I'm sorry, go ahead. I get you 100% because, like, uh, that's like you said, her name was Jane Elliott. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, the watcher. She said, yeah. she was like, we, we messed up in the beginning by dividing races, you know, like, there's only one race, and that's the human race, you know what I'm saying? 
So Back. we made a mistake by dividing us from the beginning, you know, because at the end of the day, we all breathe, eat, you know, we're legit the same human. Like, mm-hmm. we're the only species that fight each other, you know, because of the color oh my and stuff, God, bro. You man. don't see bears, a little a brown bear and a little lighter than a brown bear. You know, they don't fight each other over color, bro. Like, we're legit. Hey, people are just <laughs> stupid, bro. The end of the That's crazy. Just, you would think we'll be so much more intelligent, you know? <laughs> That's funny the way you put that. The animal kingdom. You're actually right about that. No, I never really thought about that way. You're right. You know what they be fighting about too? They be fighting about just they female, but it's just trying to just show dominance. That's be the main case, bro. bro that's that's it, bro. That's no, just it. Yeah. We, we legit fighting each other. Again, bro, off of a pigmentation, bro. <laughs> off of a color, bro. Like you see how stupid that sounds, man? Like what? Yeah, it sounds, yeah. I didn't think about that until now. That does make sense. I never, I never seen that. Because yeah, in, in the you, know, you do see them fighting for dominance, but like you don't see them fighting over like what they look like. That would be exactly. dumb, you know. Like, yeah, I didn't. I never thought about that. That's a good one. Yeah, bro. That's we're, we're woke sure. today, man. We're woke today. Yes, sir. That was, yeah. that was freaking hilarious. And my, another thing, I was curious too. Just like, have you guys seen a large change in uh, social media when it's come to just the Black Lives Move, Movement? Like, do you think it, like, you know, feeling, I, I'm, I'm coming from a standpoint, like, I feel like things popped up in the past where it would kind of be a trend and then it would be gone the next week. I'm saying it as, I'm asking you guys as, do you guys think this is kind of happened in social media's case where everyone's just like, we posted for, for a minute and then it's kind of died off. What do you guys think about that? Just oh. the movement. Um, yeah, that's true. It did die off a little bit. That's kind of sad though, because there's still stuff going on right now. For example, I think his name is Cornelius Fredericks. He was a 16-year-old that died the same way like Floyd. And nobody's posting about it. I recently just heard about Elijah McCain. Do you know who the, you know who that is, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just so many names. Yeah, bro. He died in, like, August, which is sad because I'm just yeah, hearing about August it now. last year. You feel yeah. me? Yes. August last year. That's the crazy part. And it's, that's the one that really got me because the kid... I have a cousin who I think I'm not mistaken he was autistic as well I have a cousin who's autistic and uh, autistic kids they tend to like really be smart believe mm-hmm. it or not they really are smart that's why I never I never really got the, the point of why people make fun of people who have a disorder like that because they're really smart and when I heard about what happened to him I my heart sank to my chest because it's like he's only like what he was 23 at the time Mm. He's basically uh, a poor soul dude he's a sweet soul like he was basically out there uh what playing violins with sweet uh with animals at the animal center and just going oh my god it was terrible when i read it and just to find out they died he really died off, off of two heart attacks off of i think ketamine and ketamine is like some type of stuff you use for like i guess kind of like morphine but if it's like a, a bad way of using it actually if you use too much morphine you're supposed to use that to get rid of the morphine apparently if i'm not mistaken and they used too much and it killed them and i did not find out about it i want to say the last week and it was absolutely heartbreaking to even just hear about it it was terrible and what's crazy is stuff goes on like this probably i mean i mean oh my goodness dude just thinking about it man and and then to um stay pretty much on topic i remember you uh devin you sent me a video mm-hmm. um of that man that was a uh, which state was that in that he lived where he got some cop like i'm watching this video oh, man i had to watch it again right i'm like yeah. you know and the music in the background kind of took away from just the pure like like agony that i've i don't even know how to describe it because it was music in the background that video i was just was like oh my it, it kind of i don't know what the music was doing i was I, I, it confused me but then i'm watching the video and i'm just like the cop you could clearly see the cops i'm uh-huh. like oh this isn't the right like cause they're just saying somebody pointed him out they uh, went over there slammed him broke his ribs he's on the ground and they're still on top of him i'm like i'm like i can't believe what i'm seeing and they didn't even get the right person they didn't even check to see exactly. if it was the right person i was like it happened, are in, you? It happened in georgia oh what, my god it was terrible yeah i was looking at it, i was like man i can't I, it's hard just going on like social media and then you see somebody who was arrested or dead the next day and guess what color they are black or majority of the time, half the time they're like either uh, Hispanic or sometimes a little Asian. But majority of the time you see them as black and it's like, bro, like, it's like a, I don't know what it is. It's like a, a gang to them or something. It's sad. Like, you just see them think like to obey, no, but, but disobey the rules and regulations of being an officer. And it's like, bro, like, come on. I mean, there's obviously like good officers out there 
and like props to them like doing like their job to put their partner in line to be like hey this isn't cool this isn't right like stop what you're doing but i really haven't seen those lately and it's kind of sad that it just it just happens to be like mixed in with those bad people you know yeah I mm-hmm. get you. it's it's sad because uh, all these things all these videos you're seeing just imagine how many people you know suffer from police brutality that you know didn't have a video that you know mm. the case is over now because the cop was the only person that's alive and it was his word against a dead person's word you know all these people you know like we've been bro i mean the i mean my black community and minority community been like fighting against this for a long time but like with the cell phones and technology the whole world is actually seeing what we've been dealing with for you know decades and mm-hmm. it's really like everybody wanted 2020 vision but that's exactly what it is you know everybody's eyes are opening you know right no i feel it i'm curious too what is it like because i'm pretty sure Devin, you've been to different places in the world like i've never i probably know like lancaster and texas bro mm-hmm. <laughs> you went to hawaii and stuff like that i'm just curious what do you what is it like and i mean if you guys have any idea what do you think it's like in just other countries just the way they, they run the, uh, their systems like is it anything like this is it a lot freer like is it actually really good to live in america or would it be better to live in another country like what do you guys think about stuff like that? Hawaii. That's a good question because I just Hawaii look bomb too. Ooh, I know. I, I really miss Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii is beautiful. It actually there's actually more people out there of color out there, and it's actually it feels great you're being welcomed. Like the people who are there, they're like a mixed breed of people there. That when I stay at the hotel, it was absolutely beautiful out there. Like there's, it felt like there was no racism or anything. It felt like you just jumped right in with everybody. Cause I went That's to a luau out there and like it was mixed with everybody, like from like white, Hispanic, uh, Hawaiians out there, you know, Samoans. It, it felt like you're actually blended in and you feel comfortable with everybody there. So I don't understand like when you come back to like you know out over here in uh, California, you feel like, I mean, like what do you? It just seems like you walk back to like a pit hole of like anger <laughs> and vulgar and just this racism everywhere. Like it's just it's crazy. I don't know, man. Hawaii was a different breed, though. You felt more welcomed. Have you ever been out of the country? Uh, have you ever been to another country, country too, though? Uh, like, no, uh, I want to, though. I was supposed to go to Jamaica, I think, this oh, summer. Believe it or not, oh. I was supposed to go. Because like, I'm, I'm Jamaican, also my heritage. And, like, I, I believe it's good out there. I have an auntie out there. So I want to say, like, you know, it's good. But from what my dad tells me, he says he saw, like, every race out there except the Hispanic. So, like, now when he came out here... That's when he indulged racism and like all his other stuff, and that was like back in like nineteen sixty something. Nineteen? No, I'm wrong. Nineteen seventy something. Don't remember when he came out to America. So I'm just going off of his perspective, bro. Hmm. So then my next question would be like, okay, um, where do you guys? I'm curious too, because I'd be like, sometimes I'm just curious to where everyone gets a lot of their news slash information. Because a, a little quick fact about me when I was younger, my parents. You know, because we was watching too much TV. We were homeschooled. They took our TVs away when we were like 10. So I didn't have, I only had Netflix, but that was when I was like 13. So I went for a point where I had no TV. We still don't have TV to this day. I'm curious, just like where you guys get a lot of your news and information from. And then what do you guys think about the news, uh, the, the information that you get from these uh, these sources? Whichever one of you, like. Mm. I get my little Twitter, honestly. Yeah. and like usually I watch the news in the morning with my parents so that's like the only two and I feel like it depends what news station they actually give out the accurate news honestly because um, I've heard like some incorrect information sometimes off of Twitter and like you just don't know anymore you know what I'm saying like it seems like they're twisting words around and like uh, you're just not really sure mm-hmm. yeah I get that see I use a uh... I get my news from mostly it probably mostly would be twitter and uh other news stations it's just like news on tv is it feels like it's it feels like they're trying to you know have you <laughs> view the situation from their point of view you know mm-hmm. from twitter twitter is like no like no agenda it's the like world news you know there's a lot of videos that i see on twitter that the news on tv don't cover at all it's crazy mm. but also with twitter you know, you also got to double check that because there's a lot of, you know, false things on Twitter as well, where, you know, they just want to get people mad or get people started, you know, it's like a, just so they can get retweets or trending, you know? So you mm-hmm. got to like, you got you to do your research at the end of the day with whatever news you get. 
No, I feel mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's exactly what my kids said. That's exactly what I agree on. Because, for example, I was talking to my dad about what happened to, like, um, what's his name? And I'm hearing this another video on the news. So I'm like, oh, snap. Like, what is, what's going on? Like, I didn't know there was another video of, like, what happened to him. And so that's what I mean by, like, the news. They sometimes alter it. And, like, they tend to, like, want to grab your attention, right? But sometimes you can go on Twitter and they can be other stuff on there that you've never seen on there before. So it's like, which one is accurate, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, see, that's that's the thing, especially with TV news, you know, it's mostly, for them, it's mostly about ratings. You know, the more people that watch, the more, you know, money they get. So if, if, if it really, you know, they're driven by money. And if you're driven by money, it's kind of disgusting, you feel me? Because that's the only thing you're driven by. You, you do any means necessary to get it. Yep, exactly. I agree. And it's like, you, since we got into the topic of money... <laughs> let's get into business so have you guys heard about just the reopening grinding to a halt just like in states like like Texas really I was listening to a podcast on the daily and they were just they, I believe they were the last state to actually close down like most of the services due to the uh, COVID and then like the first one to try to open everything back up but now um, the um, actual rates of the virus are skyrocketing more than before what do you guys think is if we go back to a second, like, um, if we go back into like a second type of harder phase of quarantine, what do you think that's going to be like for a lot of businesses and just the mindsets of all individuals? That's funny. My dad was talking about this not too long ago. Man. I believe that first because like, because I was supposed to go to the beach yesterday, but I, we didn't go because some other plans uh, happened. But um, honestly, I feel like it will be going downhill again. I feel like many people will be unemployed. To be to like be more, in my head. Wait, what'd you say? Like more people would be on the verge of unemployment. Right, correct. That's why I believe because like I mean, if the first wave of it was harder, I mean the second wave could be even harder because I'm because I'm hearing from what China did, they didn't come out for months, and that's what slowed down the like the spread of it. And I don't know, that's crazy. I didn't really think about that one. It could be even worse. Oh yeah, see, I think the exact same thing because I mean, especially with businesses. Cause you know our governor in California, he just, you know, he just closed all the nightclubs and bars today. In a, oh, in the seven counties, and I'm telling you, with these businesses closing again, because I just invested some in stocks like a couple of weeks ago, and my stocks are taking a hit, bro. Like for sure, they're taking a hit. I'm losing money because all these businesses are closing again, and it's crazy because. People didn't really listen the first time, you know, we was in quarantine. So that all those two months we was in quarantine could have been for a waste, you know? Yes. I, a waste, you think? What do you what could have been different? What do you mean like a waste? What because could have changed? I, what could, people didn't take yeah. it as serious as they should. You know, some people did, but other people, you know, were uh, still going out, you know, still going to the beach, still doing these things. And I feel like we reopened a lot faster than we should have. Yes, and, uh, that, we're, gonna, we're gonna start paying the price for that, which is super sad, you know. Yes, mm. I agree. They opened way too early, and that's why all the cases are like skyrocketing. And I was so mad mm. I yesterday because the exact reason, and I felt so bad because like I wanted to go, but then my dad was like, "Oh, you've seen these high ass cases going up in the for the virus." I was like, "What do you mean?" And he explained it to me. And I was like, "Oh, wow." And I didn't know it was that high. And literally, Manhattan Beach is in LA County. So the LA County is like, what? I don't know what number the cases are. I'm pretty sure it's in like the thousands or maybe in the 10,000s. It's, yeah. it's scary. So it's like, it makes you upset because like, it's like a simple protocol. Just wear a mask, stay six feet away. That's it. And then like, I, I just don't understand why it's so difficult people. Like I, I get like, if you wear a mask a certain way, you can't breathe. I, I've been there before because like, I have a mask myself that I wear, and like sometimes you can't breathe. And it's like, what the, what's going on here? And like, it's the way you adjust it to where you can breathe better. And like, I don't understand why people are complaining about it. I'd rather breathe that way than have a ventilator or whatever stuck inside to where I can't breathe and you lose muscle mass and you look all horrible like the next few months or so. Exactly. And you know, I mean, oh, you still going? Like, my bad, bro. Oh, go ahead, bro. Oh, my bad. Go no, ahead. no, but I was just saying, you know, because nurses and, they, and the doctors, you know, they wear masks all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, it's really crazy to me that uh, it, it kind of it's, it's unfortunate for the people who were listening the first time quarantine hit, you know, because mm-hmm. we're going to have to do it again. Because, uh, you know, when quarantine just hit, people were legit protesting this pandemic, you know? They were mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't keep me inside. I don't need it. The people are protesting right now not to wear a mask, you know? 
So I'm like, I think it's... Oh, really they're cool. protesting not to wear a mask. Yeah, exactly. Not to wear a mask. Wow. And I think it's really just America. Honestly, I think America, we're just so self-entitled that <laughs> that we don't, we, don't, we don't care about anybody but ourselves. You know? And it's crazy. So people in China, Japan, they, they wore masks even before the pandemic if they were sick or just so they won't get other people sick, you know, because they were courteous, courteous of others. But us, you know, we only care about ourselves and that's that's what's that's what's bad about us. We're selfish. Mm. I agree. That's a, yeah. It's like that's, really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I agree with you right there though, because um they should be taking it serious. I mean, that's what I mean, like how like I was just so upset, like how can you not follow super protocol? Like I'm still <laughs> puzzled that we spent what? When are we going lockdown? March, right? So March, March April. 16th. March 16th, I think, bro. Yeah. when they started. It is now June. We literally could have had so much progress if people started taking it serious. Like, it, it, it's beyond me that, like, somebody who out who's really out there protesting to not wear masks, like, you can't be serious, right? You, I mean, literally, the cases are skyrocketing. You want to protest over masks where you could be protesting over something else? Yes, yeah, what's going on now? Yeah, so it's... Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me, but people don't have common sense <laughs> or something. It just doesn't make sense to me. For real, though, it's, it's ironic that uh, people are protesting masks, and, you know, we're trying to protest, you know, police brutality and systematic racism, but, you know, Karen can't wear a mask to the store, so it is what it is, though, you know? And since that bring, that brings up the topic of just, like, our overall mental health and, like, even just, like, our, uh, our day-to-day, like, habits, man, how are you guys... Like, how has it been mentally for you guys over the past, since March, yo? Because it's, I'm like, for me personally, I had a lot of just like ups and downs and I didn't know how to control it. And every time I went on my phone, I found myself just kind of like in this down trending motion. I try to stay off. Like, I like to post Instagram stories and stuff like that. But I try not to be on too much to look at anything because mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect nowadays. But like, how has it been for you guys mentally since this quarantine? At first, I was fine because I was always used to being at home usually. Like, but I, I like going out at least like every Friday or something, or every once in a while on a Friday. But now, since we're like four months in, boy, it's, it's it seems like it would be nice to go out and like do something, you know? Because I was supposed to go hang out with my kid before all this happened, and then all of a sudden we went to lockdown. I was like. Damn, I'll go take my cow to Chick-fil-A and like all of a sudden this happened. I was like, man. I'm gonna still hold you to that though, sir. Okay. Of course, bro. I'll go invite you yesterday to the beach, but like backfired. So I was like, man. Oh man. I was it's just it but mentally I I wouldn't say I, it drove me to be crazy. It drove me to where like um you feel so isolated. Like you wanna go out more. You wanna like after all this is done, I'm gonna definitely appreciate I guess living in the AV, I suppose, because you wanna do something. It just seems like boring right now. You can't do nothing. It's just it's lame. Yeah, I get you. I mean, mental mentally, it's it's crazy because it was low-key rough the first couple months with the whole pandemic. And not me, you know, God is good. Not me personally, you know, my family and everything, but just seeing everyone else struggle and, and people die like every single day. And like they using loved ones that like low-key took a hit on me because like you feel you, you can't ever feel their pain, but you you like you cope with them you know you feel them so that was that really took my mental health like a little bit low and then uh when george floyd died and then brianna taylor's thing came out and uh, there was another name another name another name that just took me down like a spiral bro like i legit had to take i deleted all social media for like about a couple of weeks because i just it was just legit one after one after one it was no it wasn't i wasn't smiling like it was rough you feel me and that yeah, was like, like dominoes, bro. Exactly. The domino effect, yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. And it's like it—it's it, it, it scary because, like, again, as a, as a black man, like with all these names, it feels like if I was, you know, ever, you know, God forbid, you know, a victim of police brutality or just anything, would like people like, or would my name just turn into a hashtag, or would someone forget about? Because there's so uh, many names. You feel me? There's so yeah. many names that people mm. people don't even know every single name you know like pe- people are still fighting for justice for like three years you know so like as a black person like will my death be in vain you know like would no one even talk about me you know that's so that's like that was like taking your mel- my mental health to like a little place at that time 
That's so true. That's true because like nobody knows who Laquan McDonald is until I told Brandon about it. Exactly. And it's yeah, sad. That one right there was bro. terrible. His, he mm-hmm. got shot sixteen times, bro. Sixteen damn times, but it's just it, why? It, what it, all it, those gonna do for one person? That's sad. And he's yeah, that's, that's like, a, yeah. yeah, he's been dead since like um I want to say like twenty thirteen. I could be wrong about that. But he's been dead for like a long time and I didn't know anything about it until when like the song came out and it was talking about him. I was like, wow. I didn't oh, know that that song you sent me on Instagram? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, that was that was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, um, it's, it's crazy because like J. Cole had a song a couple of years ago about the DA. Like they, they, they stormed like a, a, I think it was like supposedly a drug dealer's house or whatever and they shot his little girl and she was like five. And I had no idea that happened. And it's crazy because, you know, some people, you know, you just, all these, again, all these stories, you just don't know what's actually, you know, you think is big now, but it's even bigger than what you can imagine. Yep. Sad, man. It is. It is. Evil, cool world that we live in, man, that involves brutality to, to, to escalate to death, basically. It goes from brutality then to death. Or murder, if they want to call it like that. That's just, it's just sad. No, for real. And, like, that's why I'm a big thing on, like, police reform. You know, like, to be a police officer, you really just got to, like, really go to the academy for eight weeks, you know? But mm-hmm. a lawyer has to go to school for years to learn the law, and the police are the ones that hold up the law. Isn't that kind of, like, weird to you guys? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit backwards, isn't it? Yeah, it, it takes so many years to acquire a law degree. And, like, exactly, because you got to learn the just, law, yeah. correct? Yeah. Exactly, but the police go hold a gun and uphold the law with only eight weeks of mm-hmm. training with a high school diploma, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I meant by um the fact how it doesn't make sense to me that, like, the rules and regulations of being an officer, like, you're sworn to, like, really protect and serve, and then all of a sudden you don't do it. It's a bit confusing to me, like, it's like, it's like, because I had, I was talking to my friend about it, it's like, they come in there to be bullied, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like it's a well. I'm not trying to hold anybody about it. I'm just saying, like, in my perspective, to like certain officers, they want to become bullies. They just feel like, oh, since you were a badge, you can just do whatever you can to like harm somebody. And I just feel like that's not the way to go. Like I've always felt like. I mean, what do you think about it? think about? It. Let's say you're driving, right? What's the first thing you do when you see uh, flashes of red and blue? What do you think? My heart drops yeah, and uh, see? I start sweating, bro. <laughs> you don't feel safe. <laughs> It's clear yeah. you, don't, you don't feel safe. That's how I feel every single time. I my heart sinks to my stomach. My music is loud, so I turn it down right off the bat. I make sure like I'm going the speed limit because you don't you don't feel safe anymore. It feels like you're being not followed, but it feels like you're gonna get into like this wrong position to where you may never come back safely home. No. And I feel like that every time I come out, it's actually pretty scary. That's why. So mm-hmm. no, no, keep going, keep going. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's scary, man. You don't feel safe. That's why I asked that question. Like, what do you guys feel about it? Like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff in my mind about that. Because that happened to me when I was, like, 12. And when I, when I went to, oh, Wiley. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it happened to me. As a matter of fact, um, it didn't really make sense to me at all. I mean, it doesn't really, really happen. I was in the car, right? And my mom went to the store. And so when a happened was these two elderly black people they called the cops and they were saying how two kids in the car with no heater on i mean with the car not on or something like that and so i'm like what i didn't know anything about this until the cop came and he started knocking on the glass door and he's like roll the window down i was like i don't even know who you are go away and so i called my, <laughs> I called my mom right and like i was like hey there's a man out here who's a, a police officer and like they claim to like want to get me to open this door he's like hold on you stay right there and like at this time my sister's crying and like it's, it's crazy i was scared for my life i was like what is this man doing by the car and that's she comes in and she explains to him like oh the car's on blah 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 and she feels that if i were to open that door he would have turned the car probably and would have said oh your kids were in a, in a hot car because it was summertime mm. and i was like whoa and you're 12 so your 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 mind goes like what the you're like whoa what's going on here like it's crazy like i, I don't know i just don't feel safe when it comes to them i I mean, props to them who do their job correctly, who respect the rules, you know, but like, I, I don't know, it depends who they are, because I didn't feel comfortable at that time. And I still actually think about that, like, well, if that really happened, I probably wouldn't even be in my room right now speaking to you guys if that really happened. Yeah, Truthfully. So, uh, so you personally, you felt, you know, scared for your life, basically. 
Oh yeah, I was twelve, bro. bro he, he came to my door. He knocked on the glass door like this, uh, and it's like, what the? It's like you're scared. Like, who are you? Like, you're just a a, a tall guy. You're a twelve year old boy, you know. Yeah, I'm a small school. dude in the car. I mean, I can't defend myself. Well, I could defend, but he's a bigger guy, you know. I mean, like, what can you do? Like, he has a weapon, and, and so you're scared. You, yeah, and you always. And as a kid, I always watched like. It's funny because I wanted to be a police officer when I was a kid. That's the funny part about it. But now, I think I'm good. But the <laughs> point about the point about this though is like when you see a gun, you're like, oh snap, is it real? Like I was thinking myself, this is, this is like a real gun or no? So I was like, I better not open this door for this man. So I was just I was just scared, personally. Yeah, it was crazy. So. It's like how many other you know races or people you know feel that way when they have an encounter with a police officer, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely not just uh, black people. Yeah. I think it's just minorities in general. You know? Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Like, think about, like, um, say you get pulled over and, like, you just... I'm not saying that you're coming from a different country, but, like, you might have just even the mentality to think you get deported just because anything, right? You could be born in America and you get pulled over and still have that mentality that you might get deported. Something can happen. Isn't there a lot of stuff like that even going on right now, too? Isn't that a whole nother, like, topic? Oh, like, with ice? <laughs> Bro, ice, that's something totally else, bro. Don't get me started on that, man. Dude, I'm like, hold on, am I missing something here? I'm like, that's a whole other uh, topic I was listening on. I'm just like, I'm just thinking about uh, uh, black people in general, but I'm like, there's all these other different uh, uh, cultures and races that are also dealing with certain things that are similar but different in their own aspect. And just like, uh, it could be a fearful aspect on top of already everything that goes on in just this country alone. And I'm just like... I'm just like, wow. It's like, you know, just the older I've gotten, and I can pretty, I'm pretty sure you guys probably feel the same. I'm just like, kind of like scratching my head to things, dude. Cause I'm just like, are you like, what is this? What? I'm like, there's just a lot that goes on. And I'm just like, dude, does it ever stop? Or like, where does it go from here? Like, and it really is like, it's still the same feeling. Like, I don't, I remember when we first did the podcast or like our first <laughs> quarantine podcast. And I was just like, yeah, what do y'all think we're going to be at in the next couple months? And I need to listen to that episode to see what we said. To be honest. But I'm, yeah, like, what do you guys think <laughs> by the end of this year? I, I mean, end of this year is going to be crazy. I would hope that, first off, the virus is gone and more initiative to, like, put officers in place about their training. Like, more training or something. A reform, you know? Yeah, That's basically, good. yeah. That's what we want. Dang, man, it's not that hard for people to, like, grasp. We just want better training, you know? So it's weird, like, they point a gun at you and say, lay down, stay calm while they have a gun. You should be trained to stay calm as a police officer, you know? We're the civilians, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't really jump. Let me find the example of it. I was on Twitter, like, not long ago, and, like, um, for, for, like, something about his car or whatever. And he has to speak to, like, I don't know, the top-ranked person he was on the team or the officer or, or deputy or whatever. And this guy, he just pulled out his gun. Luckily, he's on camera, thank God. The guy just pulled out his gun. He's like, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you pulling a gun out for? And it's like, you don't need to pull out a gun if somebody literally has, like, their camera showing at you and you pull out a gun. And, like, what's the point of pulling out a gun when they're asking to speak to somebody politely? They're not resisting. They're not doing anything. I can never understand that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just... I don't know, dude. That's... I don't know. Nobody knows. That's a big question. (laughs) It's a big question. Nobody knows. It's completely crazy. Like... I don't know. Yeah, like... Yeah. But a lot of of stuff just doesn't make sense. This is like... Like, to go back to that video, it's just like, come on, bro. Like, you could have at least checked the dude's ID first before you slammed him. Right, exactly. Like, yes, thank you. Stuff gets so stupid that I find it funny. Like, I, I it's not even that. I, it's hard for me to explain. It's like I don't think. Like, I obviously know that that stuff is bad, but it's just like so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, you have like, to laugh at it because it's, it's it's sad. Like, you you really profiled somebody who was black, yes, but at the same time, somebody who isn't the description. Come on, man. Like, I mean, if that ain't racist, then I don't know what it is, honestly. Because that happened with somebody else who was living in Louisiana, I believe. And it was a guy, tall guy with dreads. And, like, um, oh, he's, oh, he's black. And all of his, and then basically what happened was the officer was like, well, we got a warrant to search your house. 
he's like, what are you talking about? And he's basically going back with the officer. He's like, yo, that's not, that's not I am. Uh, I have my ID right here. But the guy about, think about that, the guy didn't show the ID. He basically wanted to do an altercation. And I'm watching it, and my dad's like, why is he just showing the ID so it can be escalated in an easier way? And I was like, yeah, why didn't he do that? I was, I don't know. It just seems like there's easier ways to de-escalate things to where it doesn't pursue to a full-on violent outbreak. You know, and that that's what happened with the guy and um oh goodness I can't so many names like the um the one who was in the uh um Jesus he was in the drive through he fell asleep in the drive through right oh the, yes that the, one yeah the whole thing it de escalated but then some, something happened and then somebody gets shot right. it was cool I'm listening to the tape it sounded like polite it was like a normal procedure like okay this is handled then next thing you know someone's dead. And the guy, I'm pretty sure, I, I believe the guy who was trying to, I do not remember his name. Like, like you guys said, there's so many names that I really, I, it's just so many names. Like, oh my goodness. But then you just find out this guy gets shot for what? For running? Could have tased him. For running away? Mm-hmm. You could have tased him. Or you could have just simply let him run. Because they all started from being, you know, okay, Grant, he was drunk. But still, it was just something, he was drunk in a drive-thru. Like, come on. No one had to die over that. And it just, I don't know, bro. Really makes me, oh, man. It just really makes me think about the future a lot and even what the future is going to look like. Because I'm surprised to see just how, like uh, like we already all know, I'm surprised to see how it is. It's all conspired the first four months. I never thought I would, uh, even with my podcast in general, like um, I remember my first couple of episodes, we're talking about the virus. I never thought <laughs> racism would have been openly talked about in the country like it is now. And I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's just weird, man. Like, things are opening up. Like, I don't know. Before this happened, like, we talked about racism. I don't think it would have been, it wouldn't have been as easy to have been like, uh, or like police brutality. I feel like it would have been a lot. It would have just, it just wouldn't have been what it is right now. And I feel like the, the door for that has opened just to the conversation. Because we were talking about relationships. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. no, that's my biggest episode ever. Every I might do like, um, whoever I know had talked to me about that episode like dude that episode would be and um I mean it's just like it changed so much cause it's just yeah. like <laughs> we were talking about relationships in the beginning of this year but that's crazy I totally forgot that was a good one yes it was yeah I remember that one I feel like crazy I feel like at least I left three years in one bro that's crazy I totally forgot about that no but for real though when you said about like how like um What's, you see, it's like a bunch of names you can't remember. That's why I feel with my kid would have saying like, "What? How would it be? Would it be like a friend? Like, how would it be? Like, would some member remember me?" That's crazy because, I mean, I I really forgot certain names. People who've been shot by like or been brutalized by police. It's that's a big one right there. You don't know if you're gonna be remembered from that, man. And then yeah, at the thing out here, I'm gonna send you guys this video. I don't think I let just. I don't think you guys. It's really like I was. It was really like mind blowing to me. I, I I even did like an interview, and this lady was asking me about like neo Nazi. I was like, I don't know none of this stuff. Like, I'm not lady, but I just was like really confused. I was like, I don't know what to say about any of this stuff. And she was asking me about police in general. I was like, man, I I'm not saying they are this, but I was like, you know, it's kind of like um like say you had a gang for instance. If you see like one person beating up on them and they start calling for backup and they do it. Like I see that as like what a gang would do. Oh yeah. They would start calling in people and if you don't do what they're doing, oh you're an outcast, huh? But now <laughs> you know this is a person's job. Right. So it's like it's like so many pieces come to play into like even why stuff like that can happen. Like, I, I, it's weird, but that I referenced it. I didn't say it was a gang. I said it's kind of like a gang. Nah, it's a gang, bro. It's the biggest, biggest <laughs> gang in America, bro. <laughs> you think of it, bro? It's legit the biggest gang in America. We just saw the two. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get the facts wrong, but it was in North Carolina. The two cops that got fired for saying the racial slurs, the... They said oh yeah, like, I know like, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no like slaughter black people, something like that, bro. I'm like, Whoa! I'm like, yo, this is the biggest gang in America. Like, what? What? <laughs> Cops are having talking to, bro. How am I supposed to feel safe for the people if they can't keep me safe? You know, like who will? You know what I'm saying? That's and what happens? Oh, yeah. well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's why, remember, that's why I asked that question. What do you feel when you see the lights of red and blue? Bro. And that's when you guys said, "Oh, your, your heart, feel, your heart sinks to your stomach. You feel like you're not safe." Fear. Yep. Yep. Fear. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly Fear. the word right there. And then another thing too, man. Uh, you know, I've seen the protest signs like "Defund the Police." 
what happens when the police disappear, right? The police, there's no more police force. They are defunded. Let's say they're gone. Like, that's security to some degree. Like, what happens to, like, major cities like San Francisco and, you know, downtown L.A.? You know, just these places where there's a gang of people. And if you go online, you can, there's certain people who go out into these areas and, you know, just over there by um, with Skid Row. How there's just, I mean, a, a sea of homeless people in, in tents, right? And this is a virus going on. So I can only imagine what the atmosphere is over there. Just like, you know, I, I lost my footing. Where was I going? Where was I going? Oh, well, like the funny, the people, police. I, I yeah. get you 100%. Like, I, yeah. Like, yeah. I have like I hear you. opinion. Like, see, the funny, I don't think we should abolish the police because obviously we need someone, you know, to govern the law, you know, like say if a mom and pop store gets robbed, who are they going to call, you know, like they got to call the somebody. But I think we should, uh, we should definitely, they should not be getting, you know, billions of dollars, which we're giving them, you know, we should put that in schools or fixing the roads or something else, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, sir. But that's funny because um, my dad was talking about that a long time ago when they burned uh, the police department in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. What happened to George Floyd? And he was like, "So what? When is what happening? If there is a ghetto part, not ghetto, let me rephrase that. But if there's like a bad part of Minneapolis, right? There's like like a bad part to where like it's not as good. Let, let's say there's a police officer, the police department that actually go out there. Now they burn it. What's gonna happen now? Or there's somebody out there doing like a serial killer who out perhaps is out there. What's gonna happen? They can't catch him." Because you just burned down the department that actually was a, a good one out there. Exactly. So I mean, that is oh, a good say. Yeah. Like that could. I mean, it's not safe. Like I hope that wouldn't happen because there's so much violence going on on a day to day basis. So I mean, you do need some people out here to like actually do their job, and, like perfect it by learning the rules and not breaking them. And so like have actually like saving people's lives out here, you know. Mm. Bros, I want to bring like our next episode. I want to bring like some conspiracy theories up because it would be so fun to talk about. Hey, bro, let's go woke. Yes. Because this this is another thing I was talking to my brother about because I wanted to see how he was. I was talking to my dad about it too. You know, I'm pretty sure we can all play Call of Duty Black Ops, right? Uh huh. The zombies, right? Okay. Okay, I played that game. I was like, imagine if that's what it really was like in real life, you know, in the next couple months. Because if you know, there's no security, everyone's hungry, money's gone. Are people going to be potentially zombies, like in these games where they're ripping the boards down from the? the not to not to put any, any. I'm just curious. We could like this could be a woke conversation. What if things, maybe not this year, but based off of how things are already going, say things got worse and worse and worse, and they got to that point where people are going house to house trying to just survive to eat and they're basically trying to eat you based not saying they are but like you know we played zombies before they're coming after they're pulling down the boards trying to get into the house coming after what you got do you think something like that could happen yes <laughs> yeah 100%. i believe it could <laughs> i believe it could not just because not because i played the game but just from the way how people act they would do anything for survival they're Literally. selfish bro Selfish. Exactly. I was just about to say that. I was just about to yeah. come back to what you said, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. It's crazy. Because, like, for example, when I went to Hawaii, everybody was so nice out there. They actually greeted you. They actually was like, oh, how's your day? How's your stay? You know, they actually would help you out. Come back to America. I mean, America, not America. California. Like, oh, man. Like, they don't even want to help you out. They want to do nothing. It's like it kills you to be nice. Seriously. It's like. Damn. That's how I feel sometimes. When I'm, yeah. I feel like when I'm like I'm too polite to somebody, or I'm too nice, I feel like I get walked over, and like yeah. it, it does. I just hate it. Like I hate the fact how like my grandfather, for example, he always says hello to everybody, and majority of the time they never wave back. I'm like, how can you just do that? How can you be so polite to where nobody actually never like says anything back to you? And honestly, he he just felt like it doesn't bother me that much as long as you show some initiative to be a nice person. That's it. That's that's basically how I see it. Like he doesn't really care as long as you greet him and not be that typical flat person they feel it would be like <laughs> aggressive. Because I've gone I've gone that before. I've gone like like the way I've looked. I apparently I look aggressive to certain people. I'm like I'm not aggressive though. I, I'm just a certain I'm just chill. And like that's when they start like I get to know them. They they think different of me. And no. it's like man, it's like it's crazy. It's like a stereotype. They basically list you 
as a stereotype of what you look like and how you act. It's kind of looking normal. I get you 100% definitely because like, you see, I walk, you know, I have like a natural, my natural resting face is just not a happy face, you know? So I'm yeah, walking, I see. <laughs> like 100% of times if I'm outside, I have glasses on, probably have a hat, you know, walking, just a typical black uh-huh. guy. People just look at me back angry. I'm like, what? But if you get to know me, bro, I got like the biggest smile, bro. I just try to make you laugh and just lift you up. And it's crazy because really Jake gets stereotyped just by, you know, the way we looked. All the time, bro. All Especially when you have a beard. Oh, my yeah. What's that like, like? Yeah, what's up? It's because it's, it's like I don't. I mean, some people find it cool, but at the same time, they make it seem like you're so like intimidated. Because I remember, because I was going, I'll take it back. Like I think it was two days ago, I went to um, where did I go to? Honestly, they can't really see your face, but they can tell when you look like intimidating. And like this lady didn't give my mom like two of these cans, whatever. And I have a feeling it was the same day I went to. And she's like, all of a sudden, I, I go up there, two cans, she lets me go out there. I'm like, am I intimidating to some people? I, I'm like a friendly person. I don't really be doing much. I mean, it just seems weird to me how, like, one part of, like, what you look like can intimidate others to make them seem like you look more like a aggressive person. It's just weird to me. Like, even before this, I would be getting, like, these looks of intimidation from, like, other people. They really think I'm intimidating. I'm like, I just, it's just the facial hair, man. I just don't be, like... I'm chill, honestly. I don't be doing. I be. I'm like, okay. I be trying to make you laugh. I'm trying to like, be like the happiest. I'm always joking, bro. Like, I can't be like that person's always like sad. It's terrible being sad, bro. I'm trying to be like a happy person and not just be like all gloomy and stuff. You know, it feels weird. Yeah, I get you, bro. And some other things, man. Like conspiracies. Like, we like my my um just my own just the history of black people in general, bro. Like, I really. I don't want to. I don't want to say ignorant, but I don't know mm-hmm. like anything. <laughs> I really don't know that much about um, just Black American history. Just history. Any history other than the stuff I've been taught in school. Because once oh. I found out, I remember Columbus Day was a thing, but then if it, it wasn't a holiday anymore, because I mean, I'm pretty sure the history behind just how this country was formed was it was taken. And yeah. it's just like, oh my, and you know, then there's Thanksgiving, and I'm just like, what? And yep. I mean, there's such yeah. a, there's a meaning behind it, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know if this is the proper analogy, what? but like, you watch someone your whole life growing up, and you're like, oh, I love them, and then to find out they did this horrible stuff, it's like the same thing, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's like something about Christmas gonna pop up, not to say anything about religion, not trying to go that way, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, what, what if Christmas was like a, a thing we all found out, I'm just like, oh god, like, what did the presents, That's funny. what did the presents resemble? That's funny, you mentioned uh, Black History, because there's a course uh, over here, at ABC, you can take, literally, it's called African American History, and I took that, right, and it was really good, but um, you have arguments that are just not good, and it feels actually weird. Like, um, for example, I'll give you one. I took the intercession. Uh, I started there, right? And um, there was these two um, white people in the class. They did some type of presentation. And so he made a statement that was actually already correct. And some person in the class who was a, a black girl, she snapped, and she felt like it wasn't the need to talk about that, right? And so somebody else joined in. They snapped at them. I was like, man, I can't. I had to get out of there. It was just so embarrassing because it's like, you're black. You're in the class to learn the history. Like, why are you getting offended? I mean, I understand, like, stuff happened back then, yes. But, like, you're supposed to have a bigger, how you supposed to say? A backbone. You're supposed to have a good backbone on you to where, like, you you really shouldn't have this affect you like that. You're learning the culture of your ancestors. So, I mean, why are you getting upset at the fact like they're doing a slideshow for a presentation knowing they're not racist who knows it could be but i mean you shouldn't be getting too upset to where like it gets into your day and you just feel like oh wow this is how they feel about this culture we have to like snap at them like the whole class is like are you kidding me like it's just a class you took this class for a reason why are you oh, so upset damn it was terrible that day i, I had to leave i already Oh I man! Jesus, <laughs> man, what the heck, man? That's what I'm saying. And then when you hear about Thanksgiving and Columbus Day, it goes even worse than that because I'm half Native American and like people who were getting slaughtered back then, man. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. They're literally skinning, they're literally skinning people's heads off, bro. Preferably oh my Native gosh! Americans. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's bad, man. That's why I hear about Columbus Day. I'm like, wow, you really celebrate somebody who stole land when Native Americans were here first. You sound funny. 
But you know, it's, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, Columbus, uh, bro. Just try to call him stupid, bro. Like a hundred percent, bro. How can, bro? We this is the, the day that he discovered America. How can he discover something that's already been found? You know, right. <laughs> that's what's crazy about it. Like Columbus, and he didn't even think he was, bro. The reason he called the Native Americans Indians because he thought he was an Indian, bro. So like, <laughs> it, it's crazy to me, like. Uh, America. That, that just sums up America in a nutshell. It's true because when you're a kid, they tell you these <laughs> stories, and you're like, "Oh, it's Columbus Day. It's, that's cool." They already, he found literally America. When it's like yeah. he found America, and he was born like four <laughs> something when America was already here already, or the Earth was here. So it's like, it don't make sense when you get older. You're listening to the stories, and then when you listen to your own bloodline, when you come from, you're like, "Wow." It's like everything is being taken away from the original context of history. For example, I'm taking history right now, and of course, the white man. Like, literally, the white man <laughs> took everything. Because apparently, his name was Buffalo Bill, and like, he wanted to like give a different Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I was like, bro, come on, man. This is... His name was Buffalo Bill, bro. Buffalo, yes, bro. Buffalo Bill is a. Is a I think, you know, I, I might be wrong. Don't hold me up to it. I might have looked at my notes again, but he was either, I want to say Indian, but they try to slaughter this man, but they try to tell him, like, oh, this is what he did. The director, like, cut him off. They wanted to make him look like the enemy of, for, like, the white people. I was like, wow. They just stealing everything. Man, that's crazy, bro. I just don't get it. Oh, my gosh, bros. This is hilarious. This is funny. It is funny, because it's, like, this is funny. They steal, like, everything. Yeah, I don't blame. I blame honestly the school system for legit whitewashing our history and everything. Yes, especially Black history. What did they tell us growing up? They tell us we were slaves, we were free. Then they skipped to Martin Luther King, segregation, that's, free. That's basically it. They all teach us about Black history. You know? Yep, it's a huge jump from 1860 to 1920. Did I you mean, know? 1960s. Yes, it's a huge jump. It's like, me, what, what happened? You didn't even. You didn't mention the Jim Crow laws. You didn't. You didn't mention anything about what happened. Did you know? Prime example. I'm. A, I'm let you guys. Did you know that originally horse jockey, like when you ride jockey horse, that was invented by a black person. That originally was a sport bro, for black people. So it probably was. Did you know yeah. hockey was invented by black people? Of course, bro. Uh, that's what they teach you in that African American history class. Exactly. Literally. Or uh, the elevator is invented by a black person. Traffic lights are invented by black people. Hey, they don't tell us none of this though. The hot home, Madam C. Walker. Exactly. Yeah, crazy, bro. They don't teach you any of that stuff, and it's sad. It truly is. Honestly. And they miss a they miss a big. Uh, I don't I don't know if advocate's the right word. Uh, Malcolm X. You know, mm-hmm. have you guys heard of him before? Of course, of course. Yeah, like yeah. why why is he not in the uh, school system? I feel like he's a really good guy to uh, actually have conversations on. Why do you think they overlook him? Why is he looked upon? Oh, looked over. If you guys didn't have any lessons with him in school. Yeah, I mean, isn't you know the you know, Black Panther Party, right? Mm, of you course, yeah. You know they're considered a terrorist group in America, wow. but mm-hmm. but the KKK is not. Get out of here! Yeah, it's true. It's what? True. There's so yeah. much things that people tell us, and we don't ask why. We need, you know, as <laughs> the next generation, we need to start asking why. You know, like why so everything? Nothing, nothing make bro. And then like you know, you hear a lot of. I, I want to say you hear a lot of older people say like. Um, it's up to us to change the world and stuff like that. But I'm just, I don't know, bro. I mean, we could definitely have an impact where we had these phones. Like, you know, we all had these phones doing this podcast. Like, this is, if anything, this this goes down like forever. Like, you know, remember that you got, one day you guys will be 80 years old listening to this. And you're, we're going to be laughing hard because so. of some of the funny moments in here. But then also you're going to just, it'll be like moments of just like an impact where it's just like, jeez, like, jeez. And I'm, I mean, you know, Let's just hope the world's a better place, you know, when we're 80 years old. Yes. I hope I so. I don't know if I have like, kids at the time, bro. Exactly. I'm still hey. on that. That's why, that's why you need to say about, like, in the future. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm going to bring kids in the world yet, bro. Because what if we have our own child stopped by the police? What are you going to do? If something bad happens, dude, that's going to... Yeah, see, I'm conflicted about that, too, because the world's such a horrible place to bring kids in. But then again... The reason you bring kids in is hope that they will change the world as well, you know? So, I mean, let's just, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm only 20, bro. I'm This this life thing is still kind of new to me. <laughs> this is where it all starts, really, dude. 
adulting, bro. It's part of the process. Yeah, bro. Well, all right, then, you guys, man. This is a dope, dope, dope fresh podcast. Yes, sir. Man, man, go ahead and throw y'all social media out there. Let the people know where they can find you. you feel? Instagram, Roy Devin underscore, and Jamaica Vibes underscore for Twitter. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. Follow me on Twitter. Like Mike2468. That's the deal. Yes, sir. All right, then, you guys, man. Today was a dope podcast, man. I hope you guys have an amazing day. And as always, peace out. As always, at the end of these podcasts, man, I'd like to thank my guests, man, for coming on, for sharing their ideas, for being so open and giving me a big insight and just, you know, even taking me back in history a little bit to understand certain things that I personally myself missed. But um, as my audience, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. This, you know, as times have changed a lot over the course of like three months which is you know it's very interesting to see it that way um the topic for just the things that we talked about today have is really opened up more so than i ever could imagine because if you would have told me four months ago that you know i'd be on a podcast talking about racism talking about lynching talking about the coronavirus um you know what do you you know it, it's just something you'd, you you wouldn't have been not it just wouldn't have calculated in my mind because I was a completely different person four months ago. And we've probably all changed significantly since then. But other than that, man, I hope you guys have an amazing, productive, positive day if you're listening to this. Um, it's your boy, Brandon Razam. Peace out.